We continue with our focus on Born Freeze this Freedom Day. Right now, let's chat to Tariq Lala, a 20-year-old student activist at the University of Pretoria. Tariq, thank you for joining us. As a Born Free, when did you become aware of what apartheid was? I do think that a large number of Born Frees are exposed to the ideas of our past and trying to understand our past from a very young age. Personally, I was fortunate enough to have parents and family and just extended community that encouraged me to understand where we come from as a nation and so that was largely what contributed to my initial understanding and my initial awareness of apartheid however i do think and this i think is very important in that we commend our education system in ensuring that we understand the historical context of our country so that being said i believe that most of what i know i learned through the education system and from that point forward obviously that inspired a pursuit of knowledge if we can say that ensured that i tried to further understand and further read and further collect knowledge on what apartheid did and its current legacy in our country so yes to answer your question it was from a very very young age your family was also involved in the struggle tell us more about this my grandparents from my knowledge obviously were involved in unionism and unions and i think that along with the encouragement of accessing knowledge was passed on to my parents' generation. So often when I speak to my uncles and my aunties, as well as my parents themselves, I have to find myself appreciating that because obviously it inspired a lot of action, action such as my uncle going into exile, action such as my father willing to sacrifice a lot just so that his children could be free. In terms of organizationally, they were affiliated to the Mass Democratic Movement that is the African National Congress and its affiliates, the Mkontoisis, where the armed wing, they were involved through through various youth programs, Youth Beat, Youth League. And so I think that's where largely my love of, I think, just activism was developed. And that's, I think, through that involvement in the struggle, I was inspired to take up fighting oppression and discrimination. You met Nelson Mandela as a young boy. How special is that memory for you? Yes, I was actually fortunate enough to meet Tata Madiba when I was very young, maybe seven, eight years old. And so I think that's definitely a memory that I will always hold to myself. I think we all know that Madiba is very fond of children, especially young children. And so I think that from that point onwards, after speaking to him, he found out my name, he found out my age, what school I go to, what I'm interested in. And I think at the time, obviously, I don't think I could realize as a young seven-year-old boy who grew up in South Africa, a young South African, I didn't fully understand, appreciate what had happened. And so there's one question that he asked me, that, or one statement, that he would say to me that will always stick to me, stick with me in that the conversation had reached the point where he asked what I want to do when I grow up. Now at the time I was very interested in science and space. So I said I want to be an astronaut, funny enough. Um, <laughs> and so his response I think is, is what will stick with me. He said, my son, whatever it is you want to do, you must make your country proud. 
And so I think, yes, okay, maybe the astronauts and so on had changed and maybe I want to still study science, but elsewhere. I think the fact that I was told by Nelson Olifala Madiba Mandela to make my country proud, I owe it to my country and to its people to make the country proud. And so that's, I think, something that I will always hold close to my heart. And I think something that motivates me in everything I do. How did all this shape you as a young South African? This experience, as well as many others, my upbringing and so on and so forth, inspired me to want to serve my nation and its people. Inspired me to the point where I want to make a change that my nation and its people will feel. I want to help and develop our people as one people. And I would like as a young person as well as a South African in general to inspire and help others want to bring about change and development and transformation. I think that being said, especially in relation to young people, I think especially as born freeze because we have a great tendency to forget or take for granted what had happened in the past and and to become complacent with where we are currently and so we do not want to participate or we do not want to develop and and actively contribute to developing our nation and growing our nation and so i have a plea to my fellow young south africans in that the responsibility to take our country forward lies in our hands. I think the spirit of, of Tambo, the spirit of Sisulu, Uncle Kathy, the spirit of Governor Becky and Joe Slovo, Chris Hani, Steve Biko, and so on and so forth. I could name many, many great leaders this country has produced. The spirit of Ruth First, the spirit of Fatima Mir, and so on and so forth. I believe that spirit must exist within, within us as young people. To quote something that Tata Madiba once said, it's, he explained his admiration for young people who are concerned and involved in their communities and nation. And so he referred to a specific line. Um, in this line, he said that young people are capable, when aroused, of bringing down the towers of oppression and raising the, free, the banners of freedom. And I think that's powerful because as a young South African, in the same way I was inspired, I believe many other young South Africans should be inspired and we should all want to participate actively in our nation. You are actively involved in organizations at your university. Tell us a bit more. I'm currently within the leadership of the Progressive Youth Alliance at the University of Pretoria. And so our main, I think, purpose and aim is to serve students and to help students and to almost spread ideas of democracy and unity and non-racialism, non-sexism throughout the university. However, I'm involved in a number of other organizations such as, for example, the University of Pretoria Student Sport Committee. So I believe that sport has the incredible power to unite people and bring people together, as well as being a keen sportsman, sportsman myself. I enjoy playing a lot of different games and getting to know people who play a lot of different games. And so I see a necessity for sport and so I decided to get involved and I'm currently the media marketing and communications officer of that committee. I'm also involved as the, I'm currently the vice chairperson of the Hindu Student Society and the University of Pretoria as well as a member of, for example, certain programs such as the university's program known as Man Down. Now this is a program or an initiative to 
almost deal with mental health that many male students face uh, as well as to try and redefine what we as young men in South Africa want to consider manly and what is a man. So I think to actively fight gender inequality you need a process that is active not passive and so as well as helping young men unlearn and relearn a lot of concepts that may be not as progressive as South African society would need. Through these organizations obviously I feel that there's a potential to serve. I think that we can actively contribute to nation building and to fighting the injustices and the inequalities that were created by the apartheid system. What would you say are the main challenges facing the youth today? Yes, so regarding the main challenges the youth face today, I think as I've stated and I think this is a general theme that comes across um, what I'm saying in that I think a lot of the issues that we as young people face are down to our own lack of initiative and our own lack of wanting to actively participate because we have immense power. We have, I think, the strength to bring about change and to fight a lot of the issues that we are facing as young people. We can definitely address them within ourselves and within obviously guidance from our leadership and from our elders and so on and so forth. For example, a lot of the challenges we're talking about are things like unemployment, things like substance abuse, just general social ills. I definitely think that a lot of those issues, we have the potential and the power to actively fight against. However, due to lack of ambition, I think due to complacency, we have a tendency to simply accept it if it doesn't necessarily directly affect us. And I think that's not fair on our part. But it's also something that we can address and I know for a fact that as a young person I've seen the power of young people. Definitely we are still fighting things like racism and discrimination, bigotry and I think obviously we must acknowledge that there has definitely been progress in fighting these things. However, we still have a role to serve in completely eradicating it. Today, reflecting on our country's first democratic elections in 1994, how do you feel? At that point in time, many people didn't necessarily believe that this is something that they would have seen in their lifetime, let alone their children would have seen. And so, as a young person, I can't help but look back at my history classes in which I was exposed to videos and images and interacted with the content that allowed me to see these long lines, uh, long election lines outside voting booths, which included people dancing and singing, people smiling and competitions that existed from South Africans. Um, oh no, I stood in the line the longest to go out and vote. That's definitely something that I think as a young person I can look to and feel inspired and feel happy in knowing that change is never impossible. Change is, 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 is guaranteed and if we really want it, we can bring about change. And so I think we need to look at the democratic elections on 27th of April in 1994 and use it as young people to, to motivate more young people to want to become activists, to want to become active citizens as well as proud South Africans. Tarek, it's been wonderful chatting to you and we wish you all the best. Your message to South Africans this Freedom Day. I'd like to thank you, Lotus FM, as well as the SCBC for this opportunity. I think I'd like to begin my message to my fellow South Africans by referring to the Freedom Charter, the first truly non-racial, non-sexist, 
unifying document. The Freedom Chat actually begins with the following words. South Africa belongs to all those who live in it. I think that in itself should serve testament to the necessity for South Africans to be involved in South Africa. My message would be a challenge, a challenge for South Africans to get involved in our governance, get involved in our social progress, to get involved in our economic growth. Because the only way those things are going to move forward and the only way that we are going to carry our nation to prosperity is with each other and with being involved in these aspects that is South Africa. I think to young people especially, I think this also serves as a plea in that we are more activists than simply people who complain, in that we are actively changing things as opposed to watching things that should be changed. Thank you. Nkosi Sikelele, Africa.